I was excited to come back and talk about Rebecca's story that she shared at the end with how we were not in a great place last night and we were chatting and um, or texting back and forth and just like getting more and more negative about this situation that we were dealing with. And the fact that we are at the point now where we feel ourselves getting negative and we just stop, we draw a line in the sand and say, we're not dwelling here. This is what's happening is not an ideal situation, but we're not going to waller in it tonight. We're going to like, let this go, do some healthy habits to get ourselves to a better place tomorrow and then revisit it tomorrow when we're like out of the pit where we were last night. Um, and so that, that does take a lot of practice and it literally is the determination that you want better for your mind. You want positive thoughts in there and that when you feel yourself go into that negative space to literally say like, stop, I'm not doing this. And the other beautiful thing I thought about Rebecca's story is that her husband, who is our biggest fan, <laughs> thank you, John, for listening to this, <laughs> but that her husband, she wanted to waller more. And he said like, I don't think that's really working for you. For him to be able to say that and know what would help her um, is huge. It really is a choice to say, I'm not going to waller in this negativity. I'm going to find a healthy, a healthy positive replacement for it. Um, for me, my husband was already in bed and I, instead of going to a, a immediate happier place, I got on social media, which I very, very rarely actually consume social media. I like to create content, um, but I don't, I don't, I'm not a scroller. Um, and I just wallowed in people's comments and dealing with social things happening right now. And I just like, let myself do it. And I caught myself 30 minutes in and I thought, what in the actual world am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? And I thought I need to just go to bed. Like nothing good is happening right now. I need to go to bed and start fresh in the morning. And this morning when I woke up, I thought like my mind right away started thinking about the negative things that I was scrolling through last night, the situation that Rebecca and I was dealing are dealing with. And I I, I wanted to get on my phone and start like right back up. And I thought, no, I owe it to myself and my future and what I'm trying to create here to give myself my 30 minutes to take care of myself before starting this day and to give myself a better footing uh, on the day. I mean, I think that's huge. And I, I don't want our listeners to miss that. Like in the first half, we talked about some setting some healthy boundaries between you and other people, you know, <clears throat> toxic friends, maybe overreaching family members and how important that was. But it's also important to set boundaries for yourself. And so that's something that Bridget is very intentional on doing. And she hasn't been lately and it's affected her, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's starting her, her day out with gratitude. For me, I used to be one that would hit a snooze button and wouldn't get out of bed. And I was like, why am I doing that? Once you hit the snooze button, you're not even getting good rest. Mm -hmm. And then you feel guilty for hitting the snooze button. And then you're running behind all day. And so um, something I started doing a while back is, okay, when my alarm goes off, even though I don't want to get up necessarily, I'm going to start like a video devotion or uh, like a, I do a lot of podcast devotionals. I'm going to let my day start off that way. It's kind of like easing me into my day where I don't have to like get up, turn on the lights and like start running. But I'm starting my day with positivity, with gratitude. And it's it's by the time I'm ready to get up then when the devotion's over, like I'm in a happy place. I'm in a positive place. I feel like thankful and grateful and hopeful for what the day brings instead of like, Oh my gosh, is it time to get up? Mm -hmm. And so those are just little things that you can do to set boundaries for yourself for her. Yeah. I'm going to get up and do my um, morning routine, starting with gratitude for me. 
I'm not going to hit the snooze button. I'm going to, when my alarm goes off, I'm going to start a devotional, start getting my mind right, filling myself with gratitude. Those are just steps that you can do that will change your entire day. Yes. That was so good. You know, I was just totally caught up in her story. Um, it's, I love the fact that she does that. Like we have, you know, different morning rituals when we're, when we're doing things the way that we should, that we know that we should. Um, and I love how they're different, but still serving the same purpose of setting a good foundation for your day. Someone's asking, like, do you repeat prayers or repeat things over and over again? Like I have an overarching theme of gratitude, because to me, if you frame everything in terms of gratitude, that takes worry and fear out of the equation. Because if you're grateful for what you have, you're not fearful about it. Like you're grateful. And even like when my dad passed away this past Thanksgiving, when my husband was having some health challenges, I started feeling myself starting to wallow in it or waller in it, as we say here in Kentucky. (laughs) And then I just said, no, I'm reframing this. I'm thankful and grateful. I had a dad that loved me and who I loved him. And I'm grateful for my husband and for medical care when he was having some health issues. So like just that little twist, that little tweak, Mm -hmm. and it makes all the difference. And on the first half, Bridget was talking about how sometimes when she was in that busy season this summer, she would forget or neglect to drink her second serving of exogenous ketones and how she noticed that she was feeling bad. Mm -hmm. Like when you get to the point where you frame everything in gratitude, when you start to sink into that negative feeling, it becomes so uncomfortable because it's not familiar anymore. Mm -hmm. And that is where we want you to get to be. It's not that sometimes bad things don't happen and you start to feel those negativity and you start to kind of sink into it, but it's not your norm anymore. And so like your red flags go up and you're like, wait, what are my strategies? I need to go outside for a walk, get some fresh air, get some sunshine, stop talking to this person who's also in a negative space. Mm -hmm. Even if it is your good friend and business partner, if you're both in a bad space, Hey, take a break from each other. Like there are certain things that you can do to break those patterns when they aren't your patterns anymore, because you like you, those red flags go up. Yeah, that's really good. One of the things that I wrote down is a pattern interrupt when you're in that, that space is shift completely shifting gears, getting up and doing something else. I love to swim. So I will, like when I feel it, the anxiety or pressure coming, I'm like, Oh, it's time for my swim. Like I need to get out of here and go swim. Um, but something else with the gratitude, um, that it is, it does take a lot of intention to get to the point where you are framing things in gratitude. And, you know, with being in an apartment, it's a major life shift for us. You know, we downsized to about a third of the size of our home. And, um, you know, when I would find myself being in a negative place there, I would say, I mean, I am so thankful that I, that this was a choice that we made, um, you know, for different reasons in our personal life that we chose to do this. And this apartment is still a a really nice place compared to where most of the world lives. Um, So it's just choosing to focus on that versus the negative. Um, As far as what we say in the morning, uh, we both do an I am statement. Um, That is something that we spend a lot of time on at our retreat that we just had with the Keto Sisters, helping people to create their own I am statement. It is declaring who you are, who you want to be, um, and just claiming positive truths. Mine that I say every morning is, I, Bridget, am an authentic, blessed, coachable, charismatic, tenacious, humble, daughter of the Most High King, servant leader, legacy builder, who inspires others, leads by example, lives life to the full, gives generously, builds champions, cherishes each moment. I am a champion, and I am a keto sister. Um, 
So that is, so, and I'm, I changed the last little bit. It's throwing me off every time now. I added something in, so it's kind of throwing me. Um, something else that I do every morning is I pray the prayer of Jabez um, over my life. Um, I speak, I speak growth and prosperity and so that I can pour into more people and give to more people. Um, that is something that I'm very intentional about as well. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people, like especially women, think self-care is selfish. No, when you are in a good place, both physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, how much better able are you to serve others? Like, I do feel like we are called to live a selfless life where it's not all about us, but you do have to keep yourself in a good place, right? If your cup is only half full or less than half full, you don't have that much to pour into other people. And um, gosh, was this like two weeks ago when we went to get our nails done? Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Like Bridget's like, hey, we've got a lot to talk through. Let's go get a pedicure. And I was like, I don't really have time. <laughs> and she's like, no, we need to do this. Like we need to treat ourselves. And like, I don't even like saying that that's treating ourselves. Like, of course you should treat yourself well. And you shouldn't consider self-care a treat. It should be a normal part of your routine. Now, it doesn't have to be a pedicure. It could be giving yourself time to start your day with gratitude before the rest of your household gets up. Mm -hmm. um, it could be leaving time to do yoga or go for a walk or do get some exercise in or just have some quiet time where you read a book and you don't even feel guilty about it. Like, no, don't feel guilty about taking care of yourself. Like those are important things. It's not just important for you, but it's important for the rest of the people in your life for you to be nurtured and taking care of yourself. Yes, I hope that, I mean, my goodness, we're already almost out of time again. It's gone really fast today, but I hope that what you take from this is realizing that you do have a choice. It makes me literally cringe and my skin crawl when women, I hear this so often, especially with women, like, I mean, I can, there's nothing I can do about it. That is false news for most things in your life, there probably is something that you can do about it. I think too often we just accept things and say like, I mean, that's just how it is. It is what it is. Like maybe there are some things that that is true for, but a lot of things that we say that about, it isn't what it is. And even the things <laughs> that you can't physically change, like for whatever reason, you just cannot change it. You can most assuredly change your attitude about it. And that can make a big, big difference. And I think it's important to not assume a victim mentality where you just assume that there's something that you like that you can't do. You can always change how you react to things. That is something that is completely within your control. Yeah, it makes me think back to I remember as a teenager, I was probably about 15 and there was this really unfortunate situation that my family was going through. And um, I remember watching two different family members and one reacted with positivity and hope and just speaking goodness in one spiral to a really bad place. And I thought, wow, this is the exact same situation affecting them both in the exact same way. The only difference is how they are choosing to respond to it. And it was like a light bulb moment for me. I still remember where I was standing in my room, like processing this and thinking, oh my gosh, I have a choice. Sometimes I don't have a choice with what happens in my life or to me, but I have a choice in how I respond and set the tone for what's gonna be in my future. Absolutely. Like if you remember those old little diagrams with the angel and the mm -hmm. devil on your shoulder, like whichever one you feed, whichever one you focus on, that will expand and whichever one you neglect will contract. So if you want to focus on positivity, if you want to focus on being grateful, you're going to find that there are even more things to be grateful for than you started mm -hmm. out with. 
in your gratitude journal. Like you will train your mind to look for ways to be grateful. But if you focus on the negative and the things that go wrong, it's like, oh, of course I had a flat tire on the way to work. And of course I didn't have a spare tire. And of course it's raining. And of course, like you're just looking for the negative. If you, if you want to look for the negative, I promise you, you can find it. But the good news is if you want to focus on the positive, you can find that as well. I have so many thoughts still. I wish we were not out of time, but unfortunately we are. So all of that to say, make the choice today to choose better for your life, to be 1% better tomorrow than you are today. Um, and thanks for watching or listening and letting us be a part of your journey. Yeah. And one more thing too, like, I just would like to challenge you And this. I'm, I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching to Bridget. When you're in that season of life, when you feel like you don't have time for self-care, that is the time you need it the mm. most. So, Ooh, that was a good ending. All right. That's it for now. Go create your best life. So if you're interested in learning more, you can go to reallifeketo.com. We have tons of resources there to help you on your real life keto journey. Lots of content to help you maximize what you're trying to do with your health. Now, Rebecca was a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves disclaimers. Here she goes. Okay, so we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not medical professionals. We're merely sharing our experiences and our opinions. And so you should not take anything that we say or present as medical advice. Moreover, you should always consult with your medical provider before making any changes to your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we present may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? Do you know anyone else who uses the word moreover? Now, if you've made it this far, you would probably really get along well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you for it. <laughs>